Coming up, Domingo Herman throws the first perfect game in more than a decade. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us to recap all the action for you from yesterday across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Domingo Herman wrote his name in the history books forever last night. He sent down 27 straight athletics to score the 14th perfect game in Major League history. And our Locked On Yankees host goes through the historic night. Domingo Herman, in his previous two starts, combined for five and one-third innings and gave up 17 runs, 15 of them earned. On Wednesday night in Oakland, Domingo Herman pitched a perfect game. I'm Stacy Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and Domingo Herman pitched the fourth perfect game in Yankees history. The last perfect game, David Cohn, July 18th, 1999. The last no-hitter, Corey Kluber, in Texas, May 19th, 2021. This is the first Yankee Perfecto on the road. And since the Yankees scored 11 runs when they didn't need to, but they did, so good for the offense, it's the largest margin in a perfect game in Major League Baseball history. Lots to talk about, and we're going to on the next Locked On Yankees. So we'll be talking about Herman, we'll be talking about the offense. And we'll be previewing the series finale in Oakland. But the main story, perfection by Domingo Herman. The Twins scattered just four hits across nine innings in Atlanta, taking a shutout loss to the Braves in the process. Locked on Twins takes a look at the loss. 45 times this season, the Twins have struck out at least 10 times with a record of 15 and 30 in those games. And that includes Wednesday's series finale against the Braves, which the Twins lost in lifeless fashion 3-0. By comparison, last year, the Twins only did so 47 times, which is quite a difference. Kentamayeta was solid, going five innings and allowing just two earned runs against arguably the best offense in baseball going right now. But zero runs won't win you any games, and that was the case today. On the bright side, Twins can't lose on Thursday, but that's because they're off in advance of facing Baltimore. And for today's stat that you won't see anywhere else, the Twins have been in 0-2 counts 677 times this season, and only the A's and Royals have been in more. But guess what? Those are the two worst teams across all MLB with a combined record of 43-117. and That's a 269 winning percentage. Check back later on how I'd fix the Twins. This is Locked On. A four-run 10th inning from the Reds silenced any hopes for the Orioles to come back last night. Locked On Reds looks at the big night on offense for Cincy. Can the Cincinnati Reds win an Emmy for best drama of the summer? Well, they should because they're awesome. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Locked On Reds podcast. And the Cincinnati Reds won the series in Baltimore after taking the rubber match on Wednesday night, 11-7 in extra innings. A wild game, up and down. Started with Luke Weaver giving up four runs in the first inning and then retiring 10 straight batters as the Reds lineup got to work. And then everything kind of settled down. The Reds blew the lead in the eighth. 
And then in the 10th inning, with a lefty on the mound, Will Benson and TJ Friedel, two left-handed hitters, come through in the clutch with a triple and a homer in that order. Absolutely phenomenal night to watch this Reds team. Look, if you're not watching them every single night, you're missing out on some good fun. We've got so much to get to as to all of the different heroes in this game, so make sure you join us on the next Lockdown Reds podcast. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Game Time. Getting last-minute tickets should not be hard and it should not be expensive. Game Time has you hooked up because they have the Game Time guarantee. That means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less somewhere else, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONMLB. You will get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but you... Again, just create an account, redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. The Marlins scored five unanswered runs through the late innings to pick up a win over the Red Sox at Fenway yesterday. Our Locked On Red Sox host has more after taking the loss. Frustrated, irritated, disappointed. You can pick any of those following words to describe how I'm feeling right now after tonight's Red Sox game. I mean, to come out the way they did after the rain delay and that top of the sixth inning just couldn't get it done. Just more defensive inefficiencies and, you know, the offense still being cold. I mean, going into the rain delay... The Red Sox had a chance. Pavetta was looking really good, you know, maybe the best I've seen from him all season. And to come out the way they did is just incredibly irritating. And it's just the same old thing every single night at this point with this team. I mean, figure it out. Connor Wong should never have let that ball get past him. And Hamilton tried to be too fancy on that next play when fielding the ball. He should have just, you know, uh, stopped it in front of him. But it's irritating. It's really irritating. Mets owner Steve Cohen told reporters yesterday that he knows time is running out on the team's hopes this season, but that did not help motivate New York to beat Milwaukee yesterday. Locked on hosts with both teams tell you how things played out. Hi, everybody. Chuck Freeman from Locked On Brewers. The Brewers have taken two of the first three in New York against the Mets, a 5-2 win on Wednesday night, and the bullpen really did its job in relief of Wade Miley. He went the first four innings. Miley got out of a huge mess in a 2-2 game early on. Bases loaded, no out with a run in. He got out of it with the help of a double play ball. Bryce Wilson in middle relief improved a 3-0, and Devin Williams saved it in the ninth inning. But Christian Yelich, this was a 3-2 game late. He came up with a two-run knock and helped cement this victory. Terrific, terrific win for the Brewers. Adrian Hauser pitches on Thursday in the finale, and the Brewers move on to Pittsburgh. We'll talk about all this coming up on Lockdown Brewers. We'll talk to you a little bit later on, everybody. Chuck Freeman on Lockdown Brewers and Lockdown Podcast Network. After Steve Cohen put pressure on the players to win some games and make this team a contender by the deadline, the Mets fell flat with another brutal loss. This is Ryan Fickelstein, the host of Locked On Mets, and we saw you know a pretty well-pitched game by Kodai Senga. All things considered, didn't get deep, but was able to keep the Mets in there. But the big story was loading the bases in the fourth inning, no outs, and you only get one run out of it. 
And, and that's the story of the season for the Mets. When you get pitching, you don't get hitting. When you get hitting, you don't get pitching. That's what happened again. And there's also a, a brutal call that went against them, which is another thing that has been typical for this season. And just another bad night of Mets baseball on tomorrow's show. I'll be going over everything from Steve Cohen's press conference and what it means for the future of this franchise. Five runs in the eighth inning helped Houston get revenge after losing to St. Louis on Tuesday and are locked on hosts with both the Astros and the Cardinals go over game two in the series. Hey Astros fans, Eric Heisman here with the Locked on Astros podcast. And if you want great pitching, if you want great defense, you want some great offense, this was the game. Well, not really with the pitching. Christian Javier struggled for the second straight start. In fact, in the last, um, what, uh, two start, he's only thrown six and one third innings and allowed 10 runs. But uh, the Astros were able to recover and score 10 runs to outscore the St. Louis Cardinals 10 to 7. Jose Altuve returned to the lineup with a blast. He had a go-ahead three-run homer in the eighth inning. Jose Abreu went ahead and had another two-run homer in that inning to basically be the kiss of death uh, for the Cardinals in that game. And there were some great pitching efforts by Sean Dubin and Seth Martinez to bridge the gap to Brian Abreu and then uh, Ryan Presley. So check it out, out the Locked on Astros podcast. And just when you start to believe in them again, the Cardinals crush your soul like they did tonight. Hey, it's JD from Lockdown Cardinals, and there was plenty of good vibes around the ballpark until about the sixth inning. Cardinals were leading six to three at this point, thanks to dingers by Goldschmidt and Arenado. But then Arenado got removed from the game due to lower back tightness. The Astros played two to cut the lead to one. Then up seven to five in the eighth inning, Ollie turns the ball over to Giovanni Gallegos, one of the most Jekyll and Hyde relievers that he's got in his bullpen. And unfortunately for him and everyone rooting for the guys in red and white tonight, it was Mr. Hyde who showed up on the mound. He gives up a single, a walk, a three-run shot to Jose Altuve, a double, then a two-run home run to Jose Abreu. And just like that, any sort of momentum that this team was enjoying erased like a blackboard. Another crushing defeat in an already all-too-painful season in St. Louis. For the latest updates and info, be sure to keep it locked on Cardinals. A five-run second inning put the Phillies up for good against the Cubs, giving Philly its third straight win. Locked on Phillies recaps the road victory. There you have it, a nice, easy, comfortable win for the Philadelphia Phillies. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked on Phillies. Okay, maybe it wasn't as easy as it looked like it was going to be off the bat, but got the job done. They win 8-5. to five. Aaron Nola is six-plus inning streak ends tonight. He had a very rough fifth inning, and that's just kind of Aaron Nola's thing. But the Phillies created enough offense tonight to help him out and uh, go ahead and get him a W. Uh, they go ahead and hit multiple home runs. Sosa goes yard. Castellanos goes yard. Josh Harrison even finds a little bit of pop in his bat. Uh, I mean, Nick Castellanos has been amazing. Kyle Schwarber looks better, uh, more comfortable in Chicago, so that's nice. Maybe that sort of homecoming for him has helped him. And, uh, yeah, the Phillies are on a roll. They got a chance to sweep the Cubs tomorrow. Uh, they've won, what, three straight now? Yeah, three straight now. Love that for them. And the June Phillies are just on fire. Love that, and we'll talk more about it on the next episode of Locked on Phillies. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked on Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Jose Ramirez hit a grand slam to lead a 14-run effort from the Cleveland offense last night, beating the Royals without much trouble. Locked on Guardians has the details from the blowout. The Cleveland Guardians are in first place. They're going for a sweep tomorrow. 
this game was such a blowout, the most runs scored all year, that uh, Justin and I started recording as the game was going on because this was pretty much a sure locked-up win. 14-1. to They scored seven runs in the sixth, as I stated earlier. The highest run total for the Cleveland Guardians this year. They are now up half a game in the division. A win tomorrow will put them up a full game as they go for the sweep against the Kansas City Royals. For a team that's had its ups and downs, its struggles, first place at the end of June. They're there. Uh, it is a fun game tonight. Three home runs, three doubles, a triple. Bo Naylor's first major league home run. Will Brennan continuing to play well in his return home. Uh, everything clicked on all cylinders. Bullpen was great. Cleveland wins again, 14-1. to But the big story is first place. The Rockies just passed the Dodgers last night in a one-run win over L.A. And Locked on Rockies tells us what made the difference for Colorado. The Rockies' offense bails them out and backs up their starter, Kyle Freeland, as the Rockies are able to hang on and split the series with the Los Angeles Dodgers after two. This is a nice win for the Colorado Rockies. I'm Paul Holden, breaking it down for you here on Locked on Rockies. And, uh, hey, you know, when you can score nine runs against the Dodgers, you can hang on late in the ballgame, you can have a couple of big innings, all that's a recipe for success. And the Rockies have a chance to win the series against the Dodgers, which is always an upside, especially when you bounce back after being shut out the night before. Nine runs, get to that bullpen. That's the blueprint to beat this Dodgers team, and that's what the Rockies did. Ezekiel Tovar, big night for him. And Justin Lawrence, I think, has officially taken the baton, taken the torch from Daniel Bard, and become the closer for this Rockies team. We'll be breaking it all down right here on Locked on Rockies. Neither the White Sox or the Angels are out of their division races midway through the season, but both teams could use a boost before the All-Star break. Locked on hosts tell us which team picked up a win last night in L.A. The Angels jumped on the struggle bus on Wednesday night and lost to the Chicago White Sox. Hey, everybody, it's Mike Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. An 11-5 loss to the Sox on Wednesday night was really tough to watch, and it was really tough for Jaime Berea to pitch in. He's been one of the best starting pitchers in baseball since May, but he was not that guy on Wednesday night. He left a lot of pitches in the middle of the zone. His slider was really flat, only went three innings, gave up five runs on seven hits. Angels had some offense with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani getting back back-to-back triples, but they couldn't put enough offense together to keep up with the White Sox because the Angels pitchers kept giving the White Sox opportunities to score, and again, they lost this game 11-5. to Angels can bounce back with Patrick Sandoval on the mound on Thursday. We're cheering him on, and we're going to get ready for that game on Locked on Angels, so come on over and join us. That's it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. As always, we thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure that now you are subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.